sup? Hey, happy Easter. Happy Jesus zombie day. Dun 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 I don't fuck so semi-sweet. Uh-uh. It's got to be milky. Milky smooth for me. Bleh. That, that's what it's got to be. I like, I'll, I'll eat dark chocolate on occasion, but F that, man. It's got to be the milky smooth. I will only accept uh, non-dark chocolate chips in my cookies, only because I can't usually find the recipe already made. Because we do those break and bakes at home, and it's not like they have dark chocolate chips in them, so fine, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I know yeah. there are dark chocolate chips and I can make them if I want, but that's not the point of break and bake. I got you. I got you. Oh, I meant, I meant to ask you. Um, so uh, for your first official day as shot one, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm good. I just feel like I got punched in the arm really hard. Yeah, my arm hurts. I, I only feel it if I bump my arm into something. Oh, really? Because yeah. last night I, I was having I was having trouble lifting my arm like oh, really? this. This I can feel like right in that spot. Like it feels like that muscle, like somebody's been punching me in that muscle. So like I feel it. Also today, I feel really fatigued today. Um, I didn't do much today, today anyway, and I'm always kind of tired. So because <laughs> like I'm always down for a nap. So I can't tell. I oh. mean, I just went out and enjoyed an, a, a lovely lunch with my family this afternoon who just happened to be randomly cruising through town. And since... I get offended if you cruise through my town and don't tell me you're here. Oh, I can. What is my mouse doing here? Um, yeah, I can see that. I can see where, you know, people would be like, all right, you know, um, uh, you were this close and you didn't even like come by and do a drive by. That's that sucks. Yeah, exactly. Um, so but anyway, so, yeah, he hit me up over the weekend. His eldest daughter got accepted to the. Uh, college up in Monterey. I oh, nice. believe it's a Cal State. I think she's got a full ride. Um, she wants to study marine biology, and they have the Monterey Bay Aquarium up there, which the school program works at and stuff. That's so, fresh. And she also got accepted to fucking Hawaii. Hawaii. Marine biology, man. I'm like, you go, girl. My my mouse is doing something wonky as fuck right now. I'm trying to change my Zoom background as I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, we went... Uh, so... You know me, I don't go out during a pandemic. Normally, I'm feeling a little bit braver because, you know, more people have been vaxxed. I had my first one yesterday. I don't know how quick it's supposed to take effect, but. Uh, two weeks. Um, uh, well, shit. Well, I, I mean, I still wore my mask when I went out. Well, yeah, um, and you're probably still gonna have to do that for a while. Yeah, and, um, but the only place that's like, I will go eat at a restaurant is my husband's restaurant. <laughs> uh, nice. So we went to his winery. It was, it was lovely that, um, is my aunt and uncle and their three daughters. They have a one going into college and then two twin, uh, a set of twins that are juniors this year. Oh, I said, oh, that's when you're expected to figure out your life. Good luck with that. Yeah, we're all counting on you. <laughs> uh, make a difference in the world because we um, did not. They're super cute. They have so the like the, the oldest daughter. She's awesome. She's super smart. She's um, well, they all are. But I mean, she's getting the you know wants to do marine biology, so she's starting college and then they, the twins one of them super talkative the other one barely said like five words the whole time mm. but when i was kind of talking about myself and and my uncle's like yeah your dad said he was surprised you didn't leave the house i'm like 
yeah, I don't really like leaving the house. I go, no, that was even pre pre pandemic. And he's like, well, I'm like, because most people are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one quiet one, she's sitting there raising her hand like, uh-huh. That's why I don't <laughs> leave the house. And she just likes to nap all day. But she's also in cheer competition in her high school. Like they're going to Florida, like championship level this year. The oh, interesting damn. thing they were telling me about cheerleading this year is they still let them have the competitions, but instead of going to the live competitions, they let them send in a video performance. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, wait, so you could do as, take, do as many takes as you want to get it right. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of dope. So oh, everybody so you, sent in their best fucking performance. Right. So you just basically needed a good editor to uh, to splice your your, your dope <laughs> ass. Yeah, bring it on video that. <laughs> it's like that looks like Kristen Dunst. That don't look like you. That's not you. Is that Gabrielle Union? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, but anyway, so, yeah, the other one, like one like she's like this, like she hates people. She doesn't talk to anybody. She naps all day. But like she's like this competition, like winning cheerleader. That's interesting that like it's two different sides of the spectrum, man, because you figured if you like sleeping and like not doing much, like if you're slothy, then you're kind of just naturally slothy. You don't like turn a switch and be like, I'm going to fucking do quadruple backflips now. <laughs> you know That's what I'm true. saying? And like, you know, the point, the whole point is like cheer leading, really. Mm, yes. Lead us to these massive cheers at your sporting events, please. Yeah. And scene. She's very good at. Oh, anyway, so my aunt's already booked all their their trip to Florida and everything this year. And what? Uh, wow. for the competition for the finals. Oh, right, right, right. And um, she's like, oh, I'll give you her login so you could watch it live from home. I was like, uh, Fuck yeah, because I was telling him like, no, my husband and I watched that cheer that cheer documentary. We were into it. I go, I would watch competition cheerleading and competition band all day long. <laughs> that shit's dope i don't mind watching some dancing yeah i i don't need to watch like band stuff That's oh cool. the band stuff but they're doing the what i like no, about I'm, the band I, stuff is I the know. dancing and all that shit on the on the yeah, field yeah that's fine i can watch maybe <laughs> one or two of those and be like all right i got my fill in like we're good oh, oh i can see you uh, uh do a uh you know twist your trombone again <laughs> yeah no i don't need it Okay, I'm gonna send you some. I'm gonna find some shit and send you all some right, shit. All right, all right. By the way, um, happy belated birthday to listener Jen, who we were um over at her lovely family's house yesterday for her birthday. I uh, bought her um a bunch of uh Batman uh Lego figures. Fabulous! Um, happy uh, birthday, listener Jen. Yeah, a bunch of different like um. Like he was in a, like a mariachi suit and a, and a white suit with kisses on it and a rainbow one and a bunny one. Like, yeah, it, it's pretty hilarious. That's dope. Yeah. Um, shit, there's something there that reminded me of something I was saying. Now I forgot. I'm going to go back to what I was going to say before. I have become addicted to watching reaction videos on yes, YouTube you have. of like, 20 year old kids or whatever even 30 year olds sometimes listening to like beastie boys or shit they haven't even heard of now i went down a wormhole because i watched the other day like rappers listening to like rage against the machine killing in the name oh geez yeah and it's like oh my like the ones that get it like or look they hear the words are like is he talking about like pr police brutality and shit it's like dude you know and it's like 
oh, their name's Rage Against the Machine. Just watching them figure it out and put it all together is amazing. And then there's the ones that don't, and they're like, but they like the groove or the beat or whatever, you know? So and- my, 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 you know, when you sent these to me, I was apprehensive on watching because you, you sent me a couple, right? So mm-hmm. I was apprehensive on watching it because I didn't know if like these kids were going to just shit on it. Um, luckily, the ones you sent me, they didn't. I have uh, not seen any one person shit on anything I've watched so far. OK. All right. Because that's that's like my big thing. I'm like, look, man, like it's cool if you don't like it, but I don't need to watch a five minute video of you shitting on shit that I grew up with or is near and dear to my heart. Um. Like, I'm glad you have your opinion. I just don't need to watch it. Yeah, no, the interesting thing is that they didn't know about Beastie Boys or, I mean, even 20 or 30 year olds. I mean, even Beastie Boys last album was A, how long ago? And it didn't really get that big. Which is so it's like the last shame. time they were super popular was probably Intergalactic. Which was right, right. Well, and, 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 like, and like you said to me in, in the text is like, even even when that last album came out, the people that are, you know, um, doing these reaction videos were fucking kids still. Yeah, they're babies. You know, they're yeah. just barely in their 20s, like right this second. But yeah, no, it's fucking great. Like there was one guy I was I he, he would stop the video. And he goes, you know, he goes, what I love about these guys is he goes, the guys that ha- and now when they do music, it'll be like you get a verse, you get a verse, you get a verse. He goes, these guys can fucking finish each other's sentences the way they hop in and out of each other's lines are like, how are they like in the studio? Oh, you do this part. You do this part. I'll do this part. You know, it's, <laughs> it's fascinating to me. And then sometimes I want to be in their ear going, answering the questions they have. Oh, you're funny. Because they're like, like, let me tell you. Yeah. So, so here's a new business for you. Do a reaction, reaction to video reactions. to reactions of yeah. their reactions. Yeah, I was Inception. totally thinking about that. Because <laughs> then I got because then I got into another one where um, people were reacting to. You've seen Hart's performance of. Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven at the Kennedy Honors Center from a handful of years back. Fucking yeah. brings me to tears every goddamn time <laughs> I see it. And so I was watching people react to that. Oh, nice. And and like so that like, w- you know, Zeppelin was up in the balcony watching the performance and the camera would go to them. And some of these guys are like, well, who's that? Why do they keep showing these guys? You know what I want? to be? Oh, like, my God. <laughs> you know, let me help you. So, but some of them knew who they were. You know, some of them like, yeah. oh, shit, there's the legends themselves and, or or like. Can you imagine the balls it took to play that guitar riff in front of in front of them? You know, just yeah. getting it and shit like that. It was like wormhole. I, I I mean, you know, but it's funny because I don't think I I don't know, man. To me, like if you're putting a reaction video out, I mean, you're basically giving yourself a reaction. So when they go to the crowd and, and they're showing this band and you don't know who the fuck or these people and you don't know who the fuck it is. It's like, uh, I'm a little embarrassed for you. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, some of them are just I mean, that's point is how honest it is <laughs> there was one guy <laughs> there's the one guy i'm i'm pretty sure i sent you one of his links because he cracks me up i ended up following him because it's the guy that sits on the couch and he's smoking a joint while okay that's the him. first one i watched yeah because he's funny um i watched him i, I watched him watch, i got watch a bunch of shit i don't remember now um damn it i lost my train of thought with him again uh, I thought he was hilarious. Like, yeah. like he wants to start, but oh. then he, he likes like, you know, lights up and shit. OK, I remember what I was going to say he I was watching his channel. I was going scrolling through his videos and um, he went to review Cypress Hill hits from the bong. And since he's a smoker, right, I'm like, OK, oh, my God. But he shot the video. He was in California in hotel room. So he was on vacation. Right. Uh-huh. So he's got the towel under the door while he's smoking in the room. He's like, I'll try that towel trick. Y'all are talking about It's funny. So he starts hits from the, hits from the bong, which starts out with the bong rub, and he's like, "Wait a minute, 
I don't have a bong here because all he had was a joint. He's like running around the room to see if he can make a bong out of something. He's like, damn, I can't make a bong out of this. So he, he got like a quarter of the way into the song and he was cracking it because, man, I really need to do this at home when I have my bong. It's like, yeah, you really do. <laughs> this, is what ha- this is what happens when you do reactionary videos on the fly. Right. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, your reaction. you know, here's 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 your brownie points for actually trying to attempt that. But yeah, you you like it, it's in the name of the song. So you kind of yeah. fuck that one up yourself. Ex- exactly. <laughs> like that's on you, baby boo. That's mm-hmm. on you. Like, but man. yeah, uh, no so one yeah, to blame but yourself. Oh, man. Um, uh, We had our went to our first slow roll last night. I saw them videos on the Instagram for how much uh, was that popping? Was that vibing uh, or what? Which you can see at, at on Instagram at slow roll, S L O roll. Oh, the slow roll. Sorry, right. I was trying to like get that correct. It's the S L O R O L L. Yeah. So this girlfriend of mine, she's she started this thing where um she just hosted once a month, and this is the only roller rink we have in the whole town, the whole county, really. And it's an outdoor rink, so she reserves it the first Saturday of the month from 7 to 9 p.m., and it's free for all ages to come out, and she brings out her DJ homie, and he plays rink music. And last night was, like, the biggest turnout that she'd had so far. I think she started it in, like, December, and there was a bunch of people there last night. It was super fun. A bunch of my old girlfriends, uh, roller girls came out and shit like that, and Everybody had these glow wheels or light up wheels. I had my fucking LED lights at the bottom of my skates. Yeah, those it looked cool, man. Yeah, I was, it was uh, super fun. I, I was I, it, it looked like it was on a basketball court or something. Well, what this rink is down in slow, there's a, there's a skate park in slow that has bowls and ramps and all that shit. Yeah, and next yeah. to it there because you can see it in the background, actually, in, when, in some of those loops. Um, So next to it, there's a flat rink. But what it really is, is it's a multi use court. So it's. We use it for roller skating. They use it for hockey. And there's two basketball courts in it, too. Oh, nice. So it really is a multi-use space. So, But that's why she has to reserve it. So she reserves it through the city for a couple hours. She was trying to do this pop-up thing where she would pop up at different places all over the city, the county, different cities. Uh-huh. But that's when we started realizing how we're, oh, look, all these cities don't let you fucking skate anywhere. Yeah. So Boy, how does it I feel told- to be a renegade again? Yeah, so I'd kind of been helping her, and I told her, I said, just get the place that you know you can get once a month so people have a place to come. I go, and then what we'll do is we'll build this up and focus on this and then just take video of it and show these other cities, hey, this is all we want to do. And then last night, this morning, I woke up to um, one of the guys on the founding committee of this. There's like five of them that started it, said um, they had a, a watch person from the Slope PD they invited them out last night to show them and they came out and they were super impressed with what we were doing and just, you know, it, how it was just inclusive and community and they thought it was really cool. So they're like, cool, ah, that's, that's awesome. all we're looking for is their fucking support, you know? Yeah, that's dope. See, that was so, very yeah, smart. It was super smart. Whoever, whoever did that, I'm like, fucking brilliant. It's like, yeah, get them behind us and, you know, maybe they can maybe help us, you know. Well, I mean, and, and, the and, fuck down. and they can definitely help with your Karen problems. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was super fun. It was like for two hours. So my husband and I are kind of sore today. Ah. Uh, We didn't fall or anything, but there was one girl, one of my derby girlfriends came out who I haven't seen in like 10 years. And she brought her daughter out who's like teens, maybe early 20s or whatever, but she hadn't really skated before. So she put on skates and she went out there. And next thing I know, she's, I didn't even know she was actually with her. I just saw somebody on the ground and a bunch of my friends around her. I was like, what happened? Apparently her ankle was sideways. (gasps) They ended up taking the hospital. Luckily, it was super close, only a couple blocks away. But 
I texted my girlfriend today at like noon and I'm like, how's it going? She goes, well, we were scheduled for surgery today at noon, but we haven't seen the doctor since eight this morning. They're still at the hospital. They've been there all night long. Oh, and man, surgery. come on. It was broke. I said, how how you doing? And she goes, broke, lots. <laughs> it was broke. I was like, oh, oh man. Poor that thing, sucks. man. How old yeah. was this kid, you think? Late teens, early 20s. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. Well, we'll feel better, kiddo. And um, Luckily, uh, she'll don't heal. Younger, she'll heal fast. <laughs> yeah, and and don't let this sour you on, on getting them roller skates back on. But maybe wear some yeah. like ankle ankle brace, you know, braces or, or like wear like some like high heel ones or something. Yeah, but yeah, other, yeah. Otherwise, it was a pretty cool evening. A lot of smiles on everybody's faces, and then everybody that I know that didn't come was like, "Oh man, I'm totally gonna be there next time." Yeah, see, yeah, it's word of mouth, word of mouth. And the funny thing is, is places, cities are doing this all over the place right now. So if you are into roller skating, uh, just look up like pop up roller rinks. They're happening everywhere, and I, I get video. I see videos of them all the time. People send me videos of them. It's pretty cool. Cool, man. Maybe maybe somebody needs to come up with the idea. I'm, I need to stop giving out ideas, but maybe <laughs> maybe somebody needs to come up with an idea. <clears throat> excuse me, where they um, do a roller rink like this, but then offer um, COVID shots. <laughs> You're welcome. You, you welcome. Whoever runs with that. Uh, it's it's Aaron Xavier, E-R-I-N, X-A-V-I-E-R, <laughs> in case you want to give some props. Like, hey, some dummy on some like podcast that three people listen to gave me this amazing idea. So there you go. You're welcome. Back to the shot. I did notice that last night I'm a side sleeper and I couldn't sleep sleep on that side. I was like, so, oh, so no, did you hurt. get it on your left arm or your right arm? My left arm. OK, see, I got mine on my right arm because I'm left handed because my right arm was feeling kind of funky that day. Eh. So I was like it was just feeling weird. So I was like, eh, we'll go to the other arm. So the guy before me had a full sleeve and the doctor went to go give him a shot. He's like, oh, man, I feel bad stabbing Jesus. Oh, damn. And the guy's like, oh, he goes, uh, I'm just going to go for the arm. I'm just going to shoot for the arm. And, and Jesus's arm, I guess, you know, oh, I was like, oh, funny. my God, I'm, I'm cracking up. Right. So then it gets to me and I got that's the arm that sleeved is my left arm. And I have that cartoon of dead Lenore. Oh, yeah. I as the Virgin Mary up there. Oh, so I my, pull my sleeve up and he goes, <laughs> what do you got here? And I go, well, it's not Jesus. And I tried. I'm like, it's just a weird cartoon. I'm like, and then he goes, OK, he goes, I'm going to aim for her eye. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny you say that because the lady who 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 uh, who gave me the injection also noticed my my tattoo because Kane sits up on, on that part of my mm -hmm. arm. Mm -hmm. um, and she's like, oh, this is cool. What's that? But I, I really didn't see where she got him, though. Uh, he didn't. It's funny because this guy said I almost like giving the shots to people with tattoos better because that I'm actually remember where I put the shot because half the time when I go reach for the band they'd already forget where I stuck somebody uh, <laughs> so with the tattoo who remembers <laughs> exactly Jesus I. arm yep Kane's eye yeah Kane has been busted open he's bleeding all over the place <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, uh you want to get to our uh you want to get to our flick of the week yeah let's let's do this this is gonna be uh it's gonna be short it's going to be short. It's a little documentary, but I want to, you know, give my my three cents. Let's do it then. Uno, two, tres, four. Yo, it's the Goody Squad. What up, party people? Hi. She went X in the house. Happy Easter, if that's your thing. 
Happy Jesus Zombie Day. Happy Red Zombie has a new album out, and it was like number one on the chart the week it came out. And I was like, uh, get the fuck out of here. It was like his first number one album. What? The guys had like album. all kinds of Yeah, sh- but they never went to number one. Maybe which which is insane because one. I still put on like that 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 one that first one he put out by himself with Dragula and shit on it, Living yeah, yeah. Dead Girl. I'll put that on on occasion. I'm like, God damn, this shit's good. And then I'm like, how many units does it take to be number one these oh, days? Oh, nowadays? Dude, if we put this podcast on a CD, we might be able to fucking contend, son. It was like 26,000. <laughs> Episode. That blah, included blah, blah. that included like purchase downloads and streams. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so not much. Anyway, um, back for those of you old enough to remember when the record industry was a thing, uh, people used to sell a million album a week sometimes. Oh, Just yeah. Comparing. Just comparing. And that would be a slow week. <laughs> anyway. Right? Eh. <laughs> not so much that'd be a pretty big week i think only like in sync and maybe britney you know maybe whitney oh, maybe maybe, that. maybe that's what i'm thinking yeah anyway uh oh yeah i digress back to our point so this week we watched a little documentary film called you cannot kill david arquette on the hulu mm-hmm. husband and i ran across it a week or so ago and i thought it looked interesting so i threw it on and the main reason we put it on this list is because once i watched it i said well i'm gonna need x's opinion on that <laughs> so here you are chiba and x episode 101 of the goody squad and we're gonna tell you about you cannot kill david arquette i'm going to give you a brief layman's synopsis of the film that means non-wrestling person yep and then the spoiler alert will probably come pretty quickly because i'm gonna like i said i just i just want to hear x's opinion about this whole movie yep so um it uh, came out this year this past year 2020 directed by david darg and price james it follows david arquette's attempt to return to wrestling after his acting career has stalled we gave you a little uh, brief scenario last week, I guess, of what happened with David. He, he came into the – okay, I'm going to give you my version again, layman's terms. <laughs> yep. David Arquette did a wrestling-themed movie. He wanted to promote it in the wrestling world. He got hooked up with them. Uh, you know, so a lot, a lot of stars do this. We'll cross-promote to, to, you know, action stars and stuff like that. And they'll often get tied into a script. Uh, of a wrestling event or a match and uh, David did so. And then the, the owner of that league decided to hand him the championship belt, which was just dumb, even from my point of view. Well, it, it, and it's not like a championship. It's like it their, the, yeah. yeah, it's their world championship. Exactly. It's not like it wasn't like a, a it was like a, a light a, featherweight belt or, you know, what, <laughs> which, which by the way, I'll give you a perfect example of something that's going on. Literally like just happened like last month compared to that. When, when it when it when it's my turn but yeah this was literally their biggest it's it's their most prestigious you know championship right and they basically um, like handed it over to an actor who has no business being in the ring he has no history in the ring and the way they do that again in non-wrestling terms is it's always an accident he, he's in the ring by accident he accidentally falls on the guy and the guy will well, count him out look at that so he, he spears <laughs> he spears uh eric bischoff who is basically the guy he was who, the owner of the league too yeah he's kind of like brilliant fucking for, idea <laughs> for, for those who you know like vince all right so everybody yeah. knows vince mcmahon he was like the vince mcmahon of wcw yeah so it's just bad idea all around so anyway yeah. it it's uh it, it, a lot of fans soured on wcw at the time for doing that they and they definitely i think they 
David Arquette was their scapegoat for it. Like they blamed it all on him. Yeah. Even though it's like, yeah, like no, he, I mean, I, they literally yeah, had, I don't think, yeah, he had anything to do with it. He was just playing along. He thought it was going to help promote his movie. He, you yep. know, I don't, he, now he grew up a wrestling fan. He says, oh, so he dude, he's got wrestling tattoos for Christ's sake. He appreciates the art of wrestling. I, I, the reason I watched this, I like David Arquette. I mean, I remember him from the Scream movies. I think I watched it more because I'm such a Friends fan and because his ex-wife is Courtney Cox and I knew she was going to be in it. I knew their daughter was in it. Uh, <laughs> I think that's why I kind of find it kind kind of find him a little fascinating. Anyway, he's quirky. He's weird. He's quirky. I, he's weird. Yeah. So this documentary is about, uh, you know, again, him coming back to try and redeem his name in the wrestling world and to try and help his career, which I, did, I didn't realize has so sadly stalled uh, until I watched this. Hmm. But I'm going to give you try and give you a little bit more facts about it before we get Pass, to spoilers. Pa passing the mic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, he's got a you know, he was married to um, Courtney Cox and they have a daughter together, Coco, that um, she's a teenager. And then he has a new wife. Who is the fucking spitting image of Courtney? Oh, Cox. my God. Like, dude, like, girl, like, you have a type. It's just 10 years younger. <laughs> yeah. It's like you just you just traded in your uh, uh, 1989 Lexus for a 2021 Lexus. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's that's what you done did. And then got himself two more kids that are like toddlers. Yeah. And this guy, he's like, what? 50s. Uh, he's got to be. Yeah, he's got to be in that in that in that neck of the neck of the woods at this point. I like that his sisters are in it. Patricia and Rosanna are in it again. I was tripping by the that. 80s, so, you know, when, I, I guess maybe that's my love with the Arquette name, too. I, I find the whole family fascinating. I'd probably yeah. watch anything about them, really. Um, so that's what drew me to it. And then I think I found out when I was digging around a little bit, I think his wife was the producer on it. Yeah, I did see that. A little bit more of it. At the uh, end. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or I don't know, maybe they just threw her name on there because she was the wife. Or if maybe she, it looks like she might have had something to do with making what, it. What I'm curious if if because you know during the during the movie they're talking about that she's going to go off to do her first um movie or whatever, like you know produce her first movie or whatever. And uh -huh. I'm like, is this the movie we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 exactly. Because <laughs> like she's not going very far because she's hanging out with your dumbass. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's only it's again it's I think what hour and a half long or something. Yeah, ninety yeah. minutes. Yeah. It's on the Hulu if you want to check it out. If you're if you're into wrestling at all, if you're into the Arquette family at all, <laughs> if the friends connection intrigues you at all. <laughs> yeah. Um but other than that, let's run those uh, that spoiler music so that I'm I'm just gonna let you take over from here. I have one question for you at the beginning and then I'm gonna let you right. go. <laughs> Okay, that's all you get. <laughs> oh, man, were you doing time markers? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. good job. Okay, so before I even roll into this, the whole reason I wanted you to watch this because my one question for you was, was this fucking real? Because the, the scene from the very beginning when he decided he was going to go back in and tries to go up with those old guys at the wrestling venue who supposedly kick his ass and throw him out seemed fake to me. Um... So therefore, I didn't know how much I trusted the whole movie. Well, here's. Here's I, I thought the same thing. Here's the one thing that you should always um, take into account when you're watching something that is wrestling related or um, that has wrestling people associated with it. 
Um, these people are professional carnies. So it's sometimes hard to believe even the rock for Christ's sake. Like sometimes that dude's talking and you're like, you're still a carny. You're still a carny. I hear uh, what you're saying. So the beginning look like they show like a scuffle or whatever, you know, so it, it so what they use at the beginning of the movie was Brian Knobs, who was in the Nasty Boys from the 80s in a tag team called the Nasty Boys. Um, he's putting on a show and he and David Arquette's trying to get on his show. And he's show like meaning this room in like hotel ballrooms, usually. Basically, you know, we're talking we're not talking Damn WWE size or AEW yeah. size. We're talking like, you know, um, what they do is they usually rent out a convention hall or convention center, an auditorium, maybe. an auditorium, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, a, a smaller scale building. And then they'll post up a ring some you know they'll put up some bleachers and and they'll sell merch right and throw some old school names on the act yeah so um you know there was a a quote-unquote scuffle you know when he was trying to uh get in on the show i don't believe any of that shit especially because they tied it back to the end of the movie mm-hmm. where where you can see him and brian knobs like hugging it out and shit like so i i would say I like the documentary. I would probably take it at face value for like 70 to 80 percent. And then the rest is all probably like, um, uh, you know, staged, scripted. Maybe I, I wouldn't even say that. I would say staged. OK. OK. Um, I, I remember hearing about his this this tour that he was on and stuff. And did you know it was being filmed when you heard about it? Or you just um, thought he was out no. to try and redeem his name, or what no, did you think? I, I, I didn't. It? I didn't hear about the documentary until like later on last year, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Then that kind of makes sense. Um, I heard who he was wrestling in in various parts of of the country. Um, and what I did thought, you think of the names? Yeah, when you heard who he was wrestling. Well, I, I well because if so, what I did after after I watched this was did a little bit of a deep dive and went back and watched these matches that he wrestled. Um, well, yeah. I'm curious to know what you thought when you first heard that he was doing this. I thought I thought, you know, good for him if he's actually trying to redeem himself with this. I mean, I I was sitting in front of my TV watching this when when this happened in 2000. Um, this was a weird time for um, WCW only because this was at the end tail of what they used to call the Monday Night Wars. It was, you know, WCW versus WWE's Raw, WCW's Monday Nitro. Um this is when when WCW started to stall a little bit and was kind of like grasping right at they straws. Lose and gave up. Gotcha. No, it's it's before they lose and Turner wants to sell the company and Vince buys this shit. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they gave up. Gotcha. They just like Turner was like, I'm done in the wrestling business. Um, so and that happened in 2001. So we're we're on the end tail right here of WCW. So they're doing a lot of um weird fucking shit. Um, they're 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 taking weird chances. There's this guy who used to work for WC uh, or WWE in the early part of the Attitude Era called um, Vince Russo, who was very like out of the box, weird fucking ideas. He would put like you know like oh you I haven't know, like, even heard that guy's name. You have? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that guy he was a the, writer for wrestling. Yes. Right? He was he was a he was a writer for the WWE, and he came up with a lot of these outlandish ideas. But the the thing about him was that he had someone to control him in Vince McMahon. When he was let go, they you know uh, WCW picked him up, but they gave him no like nobody was like reining him in. So a lot mm-hmm. of the stupid ideas that he came up with made it to, made it on air. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is obviously this scenario here where. You know, 
WCW was kind of in cahoots with the movie Ready to Rumble because if you know if you notice, um, the cast of that movie, the wrestling cast of that movie is WCW guys. Uh, okay. So it's kind of like you know have you know branded and stuff you know um so arquette starts to show up and he's you know he's a fan and you know i knew this going into it and then this shit happens and it's like okay well that was fucking stupid and then so it's <laughs> it's, it's not only that it got stupid there is that all of a sudden because they don't know what the fuck they're doing they turn him bad guy and then align him with the guy that he pinned to win the title yeah so it just makes no fucking sense and yeah. And he was very like overly obnoxious. And then he would go on on TV shows like um, like Conan and was still playing the role. Um, so, you know, and then I think that's where people didn't get where he what he was doing and he was losing credibility as an actor. It was almost like, you know, walking Phoenix sometime. Go, Are you still in the role? Are you not in the role? Right. But that but this that part there that you're talking about isn't on wrestling. That shit is on him because true. Because at that point, he went out of his way to continue the the angle, right? To, to, mm-hmm. to continue playing this role where he could have just been like, yeah, I'm doing this, you know, ha ha. Um, so I, I, I kind of resent the fact that he says that this kind of stagnated his, his career because it wasn't the wrestling part because people had been doing wrestling matches for years, Mr. T, right. way back in the day. Uh, Charles Barkley, Jay Leno, Dennis Rodman, you name a celebrity who likes wrestling, they've probably done an angle. Case in point, like I had mentioned earlier that I was going to mention about last month. So there's this hip hop dude. I'm not a fan of him. I don't know his music, but his name's Bad Bunny, right? I've heard of him. Okay, you've heard of him too. Okay, this dude. So yeah, I can't w- tell you one song he sings. Nope. This dude shows up in WWE. I all thought of it was a, a chick when I first saw his name. Oh, oh yeah, me too. Um, shows up in WWE is hanging out all of a sudden he's doing like a move off the top rope and all of a sudden <laughs> they're putting the 24 7 championship on him now uh, wait, it, how but, long has he been showing up at the ring probably about a couple months at this point since maybe like january maybe because he, he was in the royal rumble like in, like during that time frame but see here's the thing the 24 7 championship is the lowest tier fucking belt that you can oh, have. Right. Oh, that's it's, the one that I love that I actually like that one. That's the one that can be stolen at any time because that's why it's called the 24-7 championship. Uh, so like, basically they like they could like bust in your house and pin you in the middle of your sleep and win it. Yeah, as long as you have a ref. Yeah, as long as you have a ref, <laughs> like you can win this championship. And I they, love they that. and this and they use this this thing as a, a publicity um kind of tool right so you you know what you're getting when you're getting this 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 championship change because there's been like celebrities who've already won this one (laughs) so bad bunny wins this thing bad bunny goes on snl when he does his performance he's wearing the 24 7 championship he's gonna have please tell me someone came and took it from him during his performance. no i thought that that's what i I was hoping that's what was going to happen it didn't um but to the point where next week next weekend He's doing a a a one on one match with the Miz, okay. So like he's earned that right to 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 is is Miz not, the current championship belt holder? No, he he had held the championship, but he got beat, so he had just okay, recently because like he I was like he just had the I knew he just held the title like he again, just he? he just won the the the, the championship a couple weeks ago and then lost it, but whatever. Um, but see, case in point, this guy here, apples and oranges to David Arquette. 
Why? Because not only did they give you know, did they keep they him, give him a little of, belt? They gave him a little belt. And on top of that, they put fucking t- WWE Bad Bunny T-shirts out. And guess what? Those mm. fucking T-shirts sold out. Yeah. I'm sure so they, they it's once they got that gauge, like, OK, this guy can sell merchandise. That's when they ran with him. OK. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. even when they ran with him, like it's very low tier shit that they're doing with him. Yeah. With Arquette, it, it was a completely different story because they basically tied him into the main stories of the show. And as wrestling fans, you know, we're kind of pretentious pieces of shit. We like what we like. Right. And we know we know what you're uh, what you're thinking. We know we I'm not even going to say the fucking word because you, I know the word and you know the word, but I'm, I'm, I don't have to say it. So he gets involved and wrestling fans who are just kind of like, I just want my stories. Let mm-hmm. me watch my stories. This guy comes on <laughs> and he's just making them run around with this thing. And, you know, and he only had it for two weeks. Mm. See what I'm saying here? He had it. for. He made that much of an impact and he only had it for two weeks. I didn't realize that. Right. And I, I personally say it was more on him. Because that, he did all the running around outside of the wrestling world. Because he That's went on, on a media circus. Inside the wrestling media. world, the damage was to WCW because nobody yes. gave a fuck about our cat. Yes. He's the one that made a spectacle of himself outside the wrestling world. Yes. So, but, you know, regardless, right? So I'm watching yeah, this okay, thing. So what'd you think of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> so re- regardless of that, you know, um, I watched it. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, 70 to 80 percent of it, I, w- I thought, all right, there was obviously the, the parts that were a little more um, staged, mm-hmm. you know, because um, it's like, look, dude, like you're David Arquette. Why would you go in the middle of the country to get trained by wrestlers in the middle of the country when y- you know enough people? I mean, you end up with Diamond Dallas Page. So <laughs> and that guy's kind of, you know, pretty big celebrity. So, you know, it was kind of the way that they did. It was kind of like, all right, whatever. Um Holy shit. The match with with uh, Nick Gage was tell that story. Okay, so Nick Gage is a um, ex-con and he wrestles for for reals. Yeah, (laughs) Um, wrestles for this uh, rest this indie wrestling company that it's kind of like uh, very like well known if you know wrestling called GCW um, because they, they, they do like really like random name shows or whatever and just kind of like they're crazy um they're kind of like in, in the vein of ecw but not like with the extreme stuff not all the time but they have this guy on, on the roster named nick gage who is a f- fucking felon um and he does most of these death matches i if i remember correctly he was supposed to wrestle somebody else and that person fell through for this show that was here in la um and and arquette was a replacement Okay. And I thought, oh, God, that's not a good fucking idea. <laughs> like, even even if it's wrestling, that's not a good fucking idea. And as you can see, it wasn't a good fucking idea because Nick Gage went out there and beat the shit out of his ass for real and then fucking sliced his neck where he was like protruding blood and shit. Yeah, um, he sliced an artery. Yeah. So I mean, that had to be a straight up accident, though. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. Why would no. you go for the neck, though? Because Nick Gage is a fucking ex felon, yo. <laughs> like, like, you know, when you're in the heat of the moment and that crowd is going fucking ape shit for you beating the shit out of an actor, like you, adrenaline kicks in. So so that scene was crazy I mean, okay, yeah. from, uh, from an outsider's point of view. So you see him kind of get you see Arquette. He's on Freaking his knees. Yep. And you, well, you see him kind of get stabbed in the neck and you see him grab his neck and he goes to the ground and then he gets up and like leaves the ring. But then he fucking everyone's like doesn't know what's going on because they can't right. really tell yet. Right. But he knows he was fucking stabbed. Yep. But then he goes back into the ring like, oh, wait, I got to well, finish this shit. And but see that right there, 
that right there is why that motherfucker got props because <laughs> seriously, because that, uh, yeah, that's insane because of the fact that like these wrestling guys are, are trained that like, which they're probably like a million times over. People tell them, you know, if you're injured, just fucking like throw up Roll the X over. and get the fuck out of there. Right. Yeah. Arquette fucking knew something bad happened, rolled yeah. out and then went back in there to finish the match. Yeah, that's why. And like if there's any one scene where you can tell where, all right, this guy fucking redeemed himself uh, in a happy accident. It was this shit because he was like, all right, I got to go finish this shit. That was insane. So he went back, Gage fucking, you know, beat him. And then he fucking rolls out and gets the fuck out of there and then into the hospital. Immediately um, into the car, into the hospital with the aid of Luke Perry. Luke, so, oh, man. So Luke when Perry. I saw that, I was like, is that Luke Perry? And yeah. then they tell you in the film. Because because his kid is is uh, the kid who was driving the car. I didn't know that his yeah. kid's a wrestler. Not only is he a wrestler, he's with the second biggest company in the in the in the country right now called AEW. He wrestles as Jungle Boy. I heard he was um, pretty big. Yeah, he's and, he's, and Perry he's kinda... and I guess Arquette have been friends for years. I guess just decades. Yeah, yeah. So, so he was there. Yeah. So he was there. So yeah, in that one moment, I think that if you're a wrestling fan and hated on this guy, like I think that even just the fact that he was able to do that i mean nobody could have foretold what would have happened in that match you're yeah. going to get your ass kicked it was nick gage um that, that's the only foreshadowing that we knew <laughs> you're now, gonna get your ass kicked we don't know now, how bad. so you know the things that they don't cover in there that i kind of did a little bit of a deep dive was the other wrestling matches that he had outside of the ones that they highlight there um for instance the one with well the one with mr anderson is the one that finishes the 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 documentary um, it's funny because the way that they end that thing, you make it makes it seem like he won the match. He didn't win the match because I went back Arquette? and watched the match. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, no, I thought he lost. They didn't. They don't show the pin. Oh, that's funny. So so they just kind of show Booker T holding up Arquette's hand. And you're like, wait, what did he win? So I went back and watched that match. Uh, I watched a match with uh, him and Ethan Page, him and Cole Cabana, um, a, 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 like a series of different matches. Now, these guys that he's wrestling aren't like podunk indie wrestlers they are guys who are well known in, in the industry ethan Page is now with uh aew um cole cabana is with aew mr anderson was with the wwf uh or wwe and and uh, tna and a bunch of companies so the 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 matches he's get he was getting on the indies was with high profile indie wrestlers legit and, legit guys and he went in there and, you know, th th it was kind of every every match kind of told the same story. The guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You know, like they're just kind of showboating around him and stuff. Be like, look what I can do to this guy. And yeah, sometimes he'd lose. But like against Cole Cabana, Cole, Cole Cabana put him over. He let him pin him. Do you, you think know? he did a good job? Do you think he did a good job of learning some skills and showing them off? I think that if he truly was trying to redeem the bullshit, Mm -hmm. Um, I think that he actually did a good job. I, you know, oh. I, 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 at least I, in the wrestling world, we don't know about the acting world, sadly. No, man, the acting, I mean, like, look, man, you can't, I personally don't think you can re blame wrestling for that. That's on you. Right, right, right. Um, you know, and, and Scream made a bunch of movies. So the fact that they were like, once you did Scream, everything went downhill. I'm like, Scream made a fucking ton, a fuck ton of movies right? Uh, and a yeah, fuck ton of money. <laughs> so, um, I, I think the guy did a good job, man. I think, I think that. You know, it's unfortunate that they don't um, showcase a little bit more of the matches because you can <laughs> see where he's kind of like, you know, he's not great. He's an actor. But the fact that he put in a little bit of work um, and, 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 and put on a good show for crowds and things, um, 
I think he did a great job. I think like more power to him that he was able to step out of, you know, like the limelight, even if he was going to get shitted on again and be like, look, I, I would like to like be able to do a couple matches and, and, and make it myself seem um, not a piece of shit, you know? I mean, look, he shows up to somebody's backyard. Like, okay, that oh, was yeah, obviously staged. <laughs> like, you know, I, I obviously funny. feel. But at the end of the day, like, you know, like it, even if you're even you if think you put staged, in the work, I think you put in some work. Yeah, I, I think I mean, like you could tell even in his appearance at the beginning, yeah. he's That's like he, he's you could tell he's a little heavier set. You know, um, the fact that like he gets himself into shape, the fact that like, you know, you know, I don't know what his his health is. It doesn't seem like it's great. But the fact that he's still going on with it is in a weird way, in a wrestling way, is commendable because he still wanted to prove himself that, like, I just want to clear this black, you know, smudge on Mm. my life Mm -hmm. in in the specific thing that I love so fucking much. I mean, he's got fucking tattoos of Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth, for Christ's sake. Oh, yeah. His fascination with Miss Elizabeth was great. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed his watching his daughter, his oldest daughter again through this, because the beginning she was very hesitant of this, him getting in his career. But by the end, she's sitting ringside at one of his matches, cheering him on and just as into it as anybody else in the crowd. So, so there's a wrestling magazine called pro wrestling illustrated. And obviously it's a wrestling magazine. So you, you take it verbatim, but, or you take it for, you know, face value, whatever it is, you know, for what it's worth. Um, But every year they put out a top 100 or top 500, I think wrestlers, uh-huh. And fucking Arquette made the list. <laughs> I, I don't remember what number he came in, but he made the fucking list. After so, this, that, yes. I mean, during yes. on this year that he was doing. Yes. The, so last year, I so guess. the fact that they even even a wrestling magazine that, you know, I'm sure back then shit on all of what was happening, um, ranked him for, you know, the matches he had mm-hmm. is is also commendable. The one thing that they don't focus on at the very end, which was kind of a bummer. So there's at the very end, there's this guy with a weird like mullet, this blonde mullet where he was saying that his, um, that Arquette donated money to his family. Mm -hmm. Okay. That kid is Brian Pillman jr. So Brian Pillman is a wrestler who, who died um, in the, in the late nineties, late nineties. Right. And you know, he was well-liked. Everybody liked him. And, you know, so during that time, Arquette takes the money he makes from WCW and gives it to this kid's family. Mm. He also does the same thing to Hohen Hart's family. Did he? Did I hear that word? Did I hear, do I hear that somewhere? Yeah, well, Pillman, mention that in the movie Pillman Jr. Uh, mentions it briefly, mention it? but then I looked it up. And like, so this guy is That's a wrestling cool. Fan. So yeah. like the fact that you donated money to these two families who lost like their main breadwinner. Yeah. You know, and, and that means a big that's a big fucking deal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it, it, it's 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 weird that they wait till that last part to commend him on that. But it's legit. Like he he did that shit. Um, you know, it, it's it's it was still trippy to see, uh, you know, uh, uh, fucking Jungle Boy there with his dad and shit. But, you know, when when Jungle Boy was coming out here in uh to California, his dad showed up to a lot of these indie shows. So there would be like cool standing in the fucking corner watching this kid wrestle and shit. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, it's I'm glad I watched it. Um, You know, like I said, I, there's still a vein of of staginess in it. Um, But I, I think he, he accomplished what he wanted. And I think 
in, in relation to one making a documentary about this venture of his being able to you know have people talk to talk about him in in the wrestling scene as not like the piece of shit that you know numerous people painted him as because mm-hmm. like you know it, it's very stated in the in the documentary that he had little to do with that decision that was eric bischoff yeah. Vince Russo, who made that decision. Diamond Dallas Page was the one who told him, hey, they're going to put the title on you. And he's like, what? Why? No. And all of these people were in the film. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, pretty much said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why? No, don't don't do that. No, uh, no, stop. Please. No. And, horrible but, you idea. know, horrible. But, idea. but like Diamond Dallas Page says, like, you're going to tell me that they're they're going to put a fucking title on you and, and you're going to say, nah, don't do that shit. Like, come on, man. Like your your name is in the record books as fucking former world champion even to this day <laughs> when this dude shows up to wwe events is it like not right now because of covid but when he would show up in the crowds they'd be like oh there's former uh wcw world champion david <laughs> arquette <laughs> so they still <laughs> even as he sits in the fucking crowd are staying still saying that dude there's a world champion that's hilarious so you like you have no one to blame but the, the the fucking industry because they're still being like oh no that's that's a former world champion david arquette right there <laughs> you know that's hilarious so i enjoyed i enjoyed the movie yeah um i don't need to watch it again but no. i would recommend it to wrestling fans so so oh here's what i wanted to recommend What's so that? there 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 is a part where they're in tijuana right and there's these the, the guys oh. wrestling in the streets yeah that was great okay that's real shit that's so, fucking awesome so there's um there is this um documentary series called the wrestlers on vice Okay. Done by this uh, guy who's in a punk band uh, named Damian Abraham. It is so it's it's a really cool docu series because it gives you the culture of wrestling around the world and how it differs. Oh, that's like, cool! Like in the Yucatan, there's um I think it was the Yucatan. There's this uh, you know they do wrestling matches, but it's women who are beating up on men, mm-hmm. and that's basically representing because you know um. In that part of the world, uh, a lot of women were beating, being beaten by men. So that they they use this show to kind of like say you know to empower them, right? That's um, awesome. Yeah, it's it's a really cool docu series. It's it on Hulu, cool. um, Ooh, and okay. one of the episodes that they do is on uh, um, the guys the in Tijuana and the Mexican street fighters. That's all right. We're gonna watch that. So yeah, I highly recommend that shit. And um, you know, it, it, you don't have to be a wrestling fan, but it's definitely a, a peek inside of you know, the culture no. of wrestling in different parts of the world. I was going to say, sure. here's why we're going to watch it, because my husband, A, loves watching anything competitive, and we love, you know, looking at the other cultures and seeing what they're all doing. Yeah, they, they focus hey, on... did you ever watch that cheese rolling and frog jumping I told you about? Uh, no, I have not watched that yet. What I ended up watching was um, the uh, King Kong versus Godzilla movie. Oh, I haven't watched HBO that Max. Okay, go back to Netflix. It's called, <laughs> we, are the, we are the champions. We are the champions. I will watch that. But um, but yeah, so uh, I'm so- going to give this one a uh, so we do what uh, out of four? Is that zero to four? Zero four. I'm going to give it a I'll give it a three. Why not? Yeah. 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 I'm giving it a I'm giving it a two and a half. Okay. Yeah. I'm not as big a wrestling fan, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I'm glad that he redeemed himself, at least in your eyes. And, and it wasn't, and it wasn't insulting because that's the thing about when, when 
wrestling gets made by outsiders is that it, it, it can be very insulting to the culture. I think culture. that's probably why this he didn't, because I think it was probably made by him and his wife and his family. And, you know, I mean, obviously his love for wrestling. Yeah, he was coming from transcends. a good place. So I think it, it, it came across, um, you know, it's very like, you know, like made it look like a promo, one big promo video. Right. Um, so, no, I enjoyed it. I wasn't insulted. Um and, and, and it was a good time. And, you know, the, it gives you the feel good stuff at the end. And like I said, I went back and the, it did its job because it made me want to fish out these matches on YouTube, which there's abundant um, amount amount of them out there. And I watched, you know, a decent amount. And I was like, all right, you know, it, I can see where if you were at these shows, you were entertained by what was going on in the ring with David Arquette and fill in the blank. I I've, even from just watching it in the in the small part of the matches that I saw, I would agree. I would have been entertained if I was there. Yeah, I thought I thought what he was doing in the ring was very I was impressed from a non wrestling. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm a wrestling fan. I just, you know, I don't watch it. Obviously, as religiously. Right. my love is more for the old school. I haven't watched it. In a of long course. Time. Of but, course. But 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 if you but can from appreciate that point of view, yeah. I enjoyed I, I would have enjoyed watching one of his matches. I thought he was very entertaining yeah. to watch a lot of aerial stuff, which I which I like. When, yeah. You know, you know hey, that I, size guy and being yeah. being on the top rope. That shit is fucking scary as fuck up there. So I yeah, I commend this guy. So, yeah, I, I think um, it's watchable. I think you should watch it. Um, it's 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 very short. It's like an hour and a half. It's not going to take up yeah. your entire life or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I recommend that shit. I, I think it's it's worth watching. And uh, at this point, we don't really have a movie on deck. There's a couple of older ones that we've been tossing around. Ooh. So we'll get back to you midweek. Uh, ooh, <laughs> watch, I... the, watch the IG. We'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> if you if you if you don't remember what the IG is, just go to thegoodiesquad.com and it will direct you right to the Instagram. The gram. So it's a, it's a mystery. What are we reviewing next? You'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I was going to say, we started watching, there's a new Tina Turner documentary on HBO. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Started watching that a little bit. Like, what else? We watched that, I think you told you, we already watched that Seaspiracy documentary on Netflix. Yep. And now I can't eat fish anymore, which oh, sucks because I like sushi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have not. That was an interesting conversation with my niece, well, my my cousin, I guess, today, who's one who's yeah. going to be the marine biologist. She said she hasn't watched it because she heard it was a little overblown. And I said, I'm sure every documentary is. I said, here's what I learned from it. And I told her what I learned. She goes, oh, yeah, all of that's true. <laughs> oh, well, see, like, you know, if she's already given you the insight that like, you know, what here's what she- I learned from that documentary. Us not using plastic straws. Is they're like, that's like saving the lumber industry by not using toothpicks anymore. Hmm. Basically, plastic straws are the least of the fucking problem in the ocean. The main problem in the ocean and the main uh, uh, litter is uh, fishing nets and leftover stuff from the fishing industry. So, yeah, plastic straws. It's like, you know, but they just show you those little videos of plastic straws. You think think about like every restaurant, every supermarket, every, uh, you know. uh, Oh, I've been I got my metal straw right here. I've been using for years. No, but I'm saying even even in uh, every restaurant. Every every supermarket, every bodega, you know, is is has a fish product, and oh yeah, and so to keep up the quantities, yeah, there's got to be a shit ton of people out there fucking reeling in fish, you know. To yeah, keep the whole that point going. of this doc, the whole part of this documentary is that it's the it's the fishing industry that's ruining our fish, uh, our ecosystem, yeah, our oceans and everything. It's not 
the whole recycle your plastic. That's just to make us feel bad. Like it's yeah. our fucking fault. Yeah. Like, it's, it's similar it's to the stuff not. that I told you about that John Oliver piece where, you know, they were yeah. talking about plastics and shit and they're like, they put it on the consumer. It's like, yes, you have to recycle, but then yeah. they'll tell you that like, you know, 95 of the shit, 95% of the shit that you're trying ocean. to uh, recycle isn't recyclable. So yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the world we live in. See you in a couple <laughs> years. Armageddon. This, this documentary said there's not going to be any fish left in the ocean in 30 years. And that fucking sucks because that has that fucking circle of life effect. Fish produce oxygen. Yeah. I mean, just just everything. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like you yeah. take you take one thing out of uh, out of our circle of life equation and it's just going to fuck everything up. I mean, look, it, look at and it totally is. They're saying like climate change and everything because there's not enough fish in the ocean anymore producing oxygen I mean, look what we're doing to the bees eat, man. yeah the fish and the algae yeah you fuck know? this place and you know it's funny because i keep joking about you know fuck this country i might have to go find some other country to live in and then this documentary didn't help because this is a global problem yeah like, well shit you got nowhere to go you might as well just stay nowhere where, to fucking go now stay where you're at because it's ah. all the same shit i'm just i'm just gonna keep roller skating man uh <laughs> i'm gonna skate all my problems away <laughs> I'm going to Nintendo Switch my problems away. Animal right, Crossing Island, rest- here I come. There you go. <laughs> All right, enjoy the rest of your evening. Stay tuned for what the uh, episode Goody Squad 102 will be yeah. as of yet. TBD. 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 Yep. Until then, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.